Killers, it's Eddie here, and there he is. Balonius Francine Marconi is also here. Hi. Ah, yes, there he is. I, I, I always like to see out in the wild Marconi celebrity celebrities. <laughs> I had a celebrity sighting at PDX. What? The other day at the airport. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was standing there at the the line for Starbucks. Yeah. And then I, I ordered, and then I stood in the area where you know they call your drink. And to my right, there's this guy who looks kind of familiar. And I looked at him a couple times. I'm like, yeah, he sort of looks like McLovin, the, uh, uh, <laughs> not McLovin. This, he, this guy looks like uh, the guy from Breaking Bad, Howard Hamlin. Oh, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, OK, but there's no way. There's no way this guy would be at PDX. Why the hell would he be at PDX? Why not? And then I don't know. But I just in my head, I'm like, why, why, why would he be here? Why like, it's early in the morning. There? I'm all. Well, because he's a big time Hollywood actor and mm. big time Hollywood actors, they're always like in uh, Turks and Caicos. They're always on uh, their yachts. They can't come to, they can't go private... to Portland. <laughs> no, they're in private helicopter. Oh. I mean, and they don't, they don't fly commercial with me. Oh. There is that too. And uh, so, yeah, so I, the, the Starbucks barista was calling out the names for the drinks and said, uh, Patrick. And I was like, oh, wait, that is him. Patrick Fabian is the actor's name. Ah, Patrick Fabian. It's a great name. And confirmed that it was Patrick Fabian. It was and, him. And uh, it was him. It was him. So, you know, what I did is I, I walked away <laughs> about 100 yards, and then I took a photo when he wasn't looking. I'm like, that's oh, you, what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you sent that to right? me, and I was like, oh, it is, yeah, it is him. <laughs> so you didn't even say hi, yeah. like, I, you know, anything. You didn't, you didn't want to bother him. Gosh. I, well, I really wanted to, but I also like felt like such a jerk. I, I sort of tried to position myself near where he was a couple of times. Yeah. That way there would be, it wouldn't be so awkward for me to say hello. But then I think I just got a little nervous because I was like, I don't know what to say to the guy. Oh my gosh, I'm a huge fan. I love yeah. Better Call Saul. I mean, like that's probably all I would say, but uh, nobody else recognized him but me. And I, don't, I also didn't want to make a big stink because he looked like, you know, he's just enjoying his morning. You could do a but, quick Google and find out something obscure that he's in and then give him right. a big compliment on <laughs> yes. that. Oh, you gosh. Know? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's what I really should have done. You know, or maybe he's like done, a minor league baseball coach for some, you know, his nephew or something. And you find out this, hey, my nephew plays minor league ball, too. And it's have this weird conversation that you have no interest in. You know? Right, right. I actually just looked up his IMDb and he went to Penn State University. I could have been like, oh, didn't I go to Penn State with you? There's <laughs> <laughs> something go. stupid. That's going to be awful like uh, when, you're, uh, when you're, everything is out there and people can just come up and they can Google something and randomly, you know, say stuff, you know. And you're like, wait, yeah. do I know this person? Oh, man. Right. But he seemed, yeah. seemed like just nobody was bothering him or anything. He's just out in the wild. He seemed like a pleasant man too. Mm. Like I think he would have been warm if I would have said something, but I, I just, I got nervous. I, I couldn't thought you were like, you, I thought you were about to say, I think he would have been warm if I would have snuggled with him. But you know, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he then he was like on your plane man. too. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he was on my, but he was in first class. Okay, sure. Big right. time that celebrity. Makes, that makes sense. That's right. So did you walk <laughs> past him as you got on, or was he not on? Yeah, yet? I. 
Yeah, I, I wanted to see what he was up to. And he had like I, the, know, the moist towelette or the, the warm cloth on his forehead as you were walking by with yeah. it over his eyes and he didn't see you, right? Yeah, and then he was reading something and there was a guy sitting, like this total schlub sitting next to him that had no idea he was sitting next to someone who starred in one of the best TV shows of all time. Yeah. Kind of interesting, you know? He's, he's like one of those celebrities that's not hugely recognizable. Sure, because he's so, mainly known from that kind of, show. Yeah. Like, I don't really, I mean, he doesn't look unfamiliar from other things, but I only know him specifically from Better Call Saul. Yeah, and I think he has, I looked at his IMDb too, and he has some bigger roles coming up because of Better Call Saul. Sure. So I think the guy's going to be bigger, a bigger actor. But yeah, he's a, it's always, yeah. He was one of yeah. the three that lived with Bob Odenkirk and uh, what's her name? Rita, is it Rita Rhea, Horn? Rhea Seahorn. Rhea, Rhea and they, they all lived in that house together. So uh, That's right. Yeah. yeah. So very interesting. Yeah. You, I mean, you should have gone up and asked him to do a liner for Mood Killers. Hey, can you say, I, I love Mood Killers? <laughs> I Next time. So classic. Next time, I, I'm going to keep booking that flight over and over again until I run into him again. Mood Killers. Oh, you can check in with us. Do it. Anytime, 833-HI-IT'S-ME. You can text that number. You can give it a call, 833-HI-IT'S-ME. We'd also love to hear from you on social media, Mood Killers on Instagram or Facebook.com forward slash Mood Killers. Well, hey, Marconi. If people, before you yes. get into your thing, tell people what? something to text to 833-HI-IT'S-ME. Uh, text butts, butts please. B-U-T-T-S in all yes. caps, right? Butts. Yeah, sure. Caps. That, sure. That way you'll caps. know that somebody was paying attention when you said text us, text butts. Not text us photos of butts, just the word butts. Thank just you. the word butts. <laughs> I, I just want to confirm that you're listening, so just say butts, please. There Thank you go. <laughs> Marconi, up in the in the air, like uh, above oh. us, we see these airplanes. They're going to and fro all across the United States, and mm. inside of these metal tubes are flying anuses. Oh. There are a lot of people up there who are just <laughs> nightmares. And let's uh, fly the friendly skies with unfriendly skies with them and see what they're up to. Oh, moo killers with, oh, oh, play you idiot. Here it is. This is your Crapton speaking. We are now going to fly the unfriendly skies on mood killers. You know what you should have done? <laughs> you, no. you get a guy like, uh, what's the guy's name? Fabian. Ha Hey, yeah, Harold or Patrick Fabian, you get him right. to do the intro for that because you met him on a flight. <laughs> yeah. Get it? Yeah, so right. then, yeah, there you go. Just say there it. you go. I mean, but I, I, I wouldn't have done it either. I would have, I would have not said a word to the guy either. By the way, yeah, I, I don't, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Well, this is really scary. A United jet came close to hitting the ocean in a terrifying 45-second nosedive. Ooh. <laughs> in the unlikely event that we uh, take a nosedive, then what do you do? Uh, you grip your... Oh. Hold on to your ass. Yeah, yeah. So this flight was going from Maui to San Francisco. It was a 777, a big plane. And it just suddenly started to lose altitude very quickly. And mm. it was going down. I mean, this plane was going down. And in fact, they just barely recovered it. I guess it was like 800 feet above the water before they were able to pull it up. Jeez. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Here's one of the passengers talking about it. It certainly felt like a roller coaster. 
it's one of those things where you start counting your blessings. You start, you know, asking yourself, is this the last time you're going to see your family? What did pilots tell the passengers? They got on the intercom and simply said, um, well, ladies and gentlemen, um, you probably felt a couple G's on that one <laughs> and um, everything's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Uh, wow. I, yeah. At that point, I, I need a free drink. I need free pretzels. I, I, I think least. you need like, like a credit. Like I think you should get your money back. Uh, you know, yeah. If they almost kill you, I, I think you should get free flights for life. <laughs> at that point, you know, even but if it's this, like uh, you know some kind of a deal, like hey, you know, we're, we're really sorry about this experience. We'll comp this flight. Everybody, you know, no charge. Right, or we'll charge you half price on your checked luggage next time. How about that? <laughs> there you go. Come on. Uh, so they, uh, yeah, a very scary situation. Close call. These people almost died on this Jeez. airplane. And the craziest part is this this plane was cleared for takeoff a couple hours later, and then it flew another flight. Jeez. <laughs> okay, I would not want to have that knowledge. Getting a, Oh, this, this plane I'm on just took a nosedive <laughs> a few hours ago. And they never explained it. There's no reasoning behind it. It just happened like the, what the, the pilot fell asleep or something, or he was... <laughs> yeah. Something going on. He was having his cup of noodles, and he forgot he was driving a plane. Yeah, I think he spilled his cup of noodles on the the console or something. Oh, and, you know, wow. Yeah, that's probably what happened. We are flying the unfriendly skies on Mood Killers. There's always a nightmare up there in the sky. <laughs> the people are, are losing their minds on airplanes. Uh, this is your captain speaking. We are now going to fly the unfriendly skies. On mode killers. I don't want to dwell on the intro, but I always wonder why he's your crapton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, people are crappy. Oh, you know, uh, he's just, he's just, it's just a reflection of uh, the the bit, the section, the 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 the, the content. Like you're going to tell the captain of crappy, right? Crappy people. So crap, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I figured that's what it was. I don't know why I needed you to explain it to me. I already knew. But I just, you know, when I hear it, I'm like, I wonder if anybody else is going, what is, why does he say I'm your crap? Because <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> I like it. Uh, it's just a little Easter egg for yeah. people who are paying attention yeah. there. Yeah. All right. So this is, uh, imagine you're on a flight, you're going home, maybe you're tired, you know, flying is exhausting. Mm. And you just want nothing more than to maybe take a little nap on your plane, get there peacefully and calmly, except you can't because this is going on. She's been freaking out for the last 20 minutes. She started off by telling everyone to pray for her mother who just passed away. Then she went up and down the aisles telling everyone to pray for her mother. And then she's been like this for the last, yeah, 15, 20 minutes. The flight attendant asked me to make sure she doesn't like try to go to the back door and open it. If she tries to go back, I'm gonna, gonna block her. <laughs> Can you imagine your, your task with that? The flight attendant's like, "Hey, make sure this woman doesn't open up the uh, the door and suck everybody out, please." That sounds like a lunatic trying. It's like she's doing like a Christian version of System of a Down or something. Somebody somebody should make that remix. But that's <laughs> really? just like. I, I don't know. Uh, just the feeling. I think about how I would feel if I were on a plane like that. It'd be so uncomfortable. Like, uh, traumatizing, really. Do people not have know to sit next to th that? This is not good behavior. I mean, I feel like we're we're in a time when there's so much of this, and maybe 
you know, you've been on a bunch of flights where people are pretty normal. You have a, you know, oh, a yeah. celebrity I sighting. I haven't had too many pretty celebrities, tame. yeah. But, then, pleasant people, but yeah. you would think by all the videos that are out there that every flight has something happening on it. <laughs> you know? know, I know, right? And uh, we know it's not true, <laughs> uh, but like, what is wrong with people? Like, why are people behaving this way? I don't know. There's a weird thing happening in society right now where people are having these breakdowns on airplanes. And I, I don't get it. Like, if, if you're kind of, maybe these people have to fly for one reason or another, but if I had some sort of uh, a condition where I thought I might lose it on an airplane, I'd be avoiding traveling at all costs. I would not get on that airplane in the first place. I mean, I used to take the know. L train to work every yeah. day in Chicago. There were crazy people on there, but never to the level of some of these videos that are being posted on airplanes. And I could see yeah, on the L, like, I expected it. Yeah, but on an airplane. I think it's because, like, on a train, maybe it's easier to get off of the train. So there's, you know, you're not feeling as trapped. And you're maybe right. there's something about trapping people and locking them in this metal tube. Yeah. It just makes something snap. Wow. It's happening all the time. I feel bad for flight attendants. Yeah. I'm well, sure they see some crazy stuff. Yeah, I do. I feel bad for them, but I also know, like, they get free flights and they can give a, a ticket to a friend, like, for a year. You can get free flights or something for, per, right. for one person you choose. And, I mean, they deserve it. Obviously, they've worked and earned it. But there are a lot of big perks to being a flight attendant, too, that maybe balance it a little bit. But I, it would be hard for me if that happened on a regular basis. I don't know if yeah, I could do it. it I, 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 that's, like, not what I signed up for. Part right. of my job is not uh, duct taping people to the seats every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Duct taping myself to the seat. Eddie, moodkillersmerch.com. We have merch. And we do. I want uh, everyone to have a piece of our merchandise, whether it's our uh, classic uh, camping goblet, the uh, bib, Mood Killer's bib, or uh, the, the new merch that uh, is being uploaded even as we speak. It's uh, Yeah, our uh, little elves are constantly working behind the scenes. Uh, something random that I said merch. on the air. And um, <laughs> we decided, hey, maybe this would be merch. Stay anal. And uh, <laughs> I, I almost like not uh, explaining it because it's uh, <laughs> just, what is that? I don't know. You know, when you explain something, sometimes it takes the fun out of it. So Right. I uh, can't wait to order a stay anal mouse pad. <laughs> That's what I really want. Yes. Going to bring that into the office. Uh, and, and I, you know, my mom likes to go <laughs> on there and buy stuff for my uh, nieces and nephews and stuff. I can't imagine my mom with a stay anal mug. Uh, <laughs> so uh, get yours and stay anal at moodkillersmerch.com. Eddie, I have some random audio for you. These are like, I, when I say random audio, these are some of the most random clips I think I've ever played to you that I just gathered. I, I was scrolling through TikTok and saw them. And they're, they don't really have any, uh, you know, connection to each other. But here's one, like Demi Lovato talking about her favorite dish. Uh, your <laughs> favorite dish. My favorite dish. I like mugs because they're <laughs> very comfortable in your hand and they <laughs> hold the hot things that you don't have to touch. So, um, uh, you know, coffee or hot tea. <laughs> she took that literally, huh? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> like, And I think... Tongue in cheek. I mean, she's Demi Lovato. It's weird because I think she said she is bipolar, 
Remember she was screaming about mm. some uh, place offering sugar-free frozen yogurt or something like that. Oh yeah, a while back. And she has done that, but she but on the other side, she kind of seems like she's kind of funny. So I don't know what right. to think about her. But uh, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of you know. that that is funny though. Like yeah, yeah. I, next what's time somebody asks me that question, yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> that's how I'm going to answer next time. Like, what's your favorite I, part about basketball? Well, I like the ball, really. <laughs> you know, yeah, probably I the like basket the is a close text, second. You know, the texture of it. That's my favorite part of the basketball. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. the way it feels in my hands. Right. Uh, here's here's a random one. I guess this was recorded as an Easter egg during the filming of Lord of the Rings on their video, like in 20, 2004, something like that. Uh, Dominic Monahan is interviewing Elijah Wood, but he's pranking him, and Elijah Wood couldn't see him. They were in different places. Elijah was in New York, and uh, Dominic was on the other side of the world, and uh, they were pretending to be like, he was pretending to be like a German interview guy and uh, <laughs> I thought you might enjoy this clip do you wear wigs uh no I do not have you worn wigs no I have not will you wear wigs maybe when will you wear wigs <laughs> <laughs> do you wear wigs oh, that's <laughs> uh, and here's another part of the interview <laughs> yeah, you make a you make a movie called flipper very yes. famous movie. The dolphin is dead. Did you know this? Yes. Uh, no, I did not know that. That's terrible. Died in a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess that's just like an Easter egg on the DVD or something from when that movie came out in 20, 2004. I kind of <laughs> miss that about DVDs, all the bonus yeah. material you get. That's, that's one thing streaming doesn't give you. You don't get all the cool stuff like it's that. It's not necessarily true. Some series have like a bunch of bonus material or they have those interviews at the end of the shows on a series. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you know. yeah, I guess so. I guess that's the equivalent of that. And then, you but know, you like, don't get the director's commentary. Where do you find that? They should make, they should add that in there. That should be available. You're right. I mean, it would be probably pretty easy to, to do. That. Just open up a channel yeah. or something. Uh, here's you hear that, Ariana. Ted Sarandos, get on it. <laughs> here's another random piece of audio. Ariana Grande uh, talking about a birthday gift from Kylie Jenner. Is that a Kylie Jenner lip kit for your birthday? Yeah, Kylie sent me like two boxes, like three boxes. It was so sweet. What comes in that kit? Um, The lip kits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, here's one. Here's one. Uh, Kate Blanchett. I like her a lot. This is uh, this is kind of an interesting take on her. <laughs> oh, you have such a, a, a gaze. A signature. The crew is cracking up here. I have a whole lot of gaze. The signature Disney villain gaze. I want to know how, how do you do that Disney villain gaze? Teach teach. Oh, us. I'm sorry. I thought Disney villain gaze, <laughs> as in <laughs> the day the gay Disney villains. Sorry, this is <laughs> which an by the way dysfunction. I, I would mean be the into. gaze, not the gaze. <laughs> If there were if there were Disney villain gays, I would be into it. Like I think it would be great. Like I, I could watch sure. a whole show of Disney villain gays. So well, yeah, I think the bad guy from Aladdin was probably gay. That's just my yeah. You're my probably game right. Going off with that guy, but Kate Blanchett, <laughs> Disney yeah. villain gay. I I really feel like somebody should have taken that and ran. Nobody did though. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, there's some uh, random audio, Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. Uh, you know the did you know because Apple has the calculator on the phone and on yeah. uh, Mac and all that kind of stuff. 
But they don't have it on the iPad, and it really makes me mad. Right. Here's the reason why. What is that? Oh, okay. Thank you. The reason Apple doesn't have a calculator on the iPad is because Steve Jobs didn't like the one being used for iPhone and Mac to just be shuffled onto iPad. And right before they launched the iPad, he told the guy who created it he didn't like it and to take it off. And so they did. Yeah. I, so I have to download a third-party calculator. It's, I actually yeah. did this on my iPad the other day, yeah. and it really made me mad because right. I downloaded one that was just garbage. It had all these ads that would pop yes. up, and I'm like, what the hell? It's I mean, a, they're probably, like, going to spy on me with this calculator app. It's it's ridiculous. And it was literally, Thanks, like, Steve. a week or so before the iPad was ready to launch that he nixed putting the calculator on. And it was just the calculator well, that the, you would get on iOS, the App Store. Or wherever came with the... That's a fine calculator. Yeah. It's great. It, it does addition, subtraction, multiplication. That's not good enough for you, Steve Jobs. And couldn't you just and by the update way, it? They've had, like just, they've had 10 years to yeah. perfect that stupid calculator. Put so, it out there, So check Tim this Apple. out. I guess Steve Jobs had some weird thing with calculators because he did <laughs> the same thing with the first Mac. You know, there's the calculator wrong. on the, the screen... You know, it was, uh, you know, prehistoric days of uh, computers and stuff, but the calculator did not suit him. And right before it launched, he kept rejecting the creator, the illustrator, whoever was doing it. He kept saying, oh, these lines aren't thick enough. This one's too thin. This one doesn't work. So the guy had to create a tool so Steve Jobs could adjust the, the everything himself. Oh, my. So essentially, he had to create like a... You know, some kind of a, a simple way for him to be able to just do it himself so they could see, okay, that's what you want. Now we can make it that way. He's a calculator snob. <laughs> and the same thing for the weather app. They did an interview with uh, one of the guys in charge of this kind of stuff at Apple. And the reason there's no weather app is they wanted something spectacular that was mind-blowing <laughs> when you oh, yeah. open the iPad. And I'm like, I would just like a weather app just like on my phone to be on the iPad. I mean, I, all I need to know is, you know, what the dew point is. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't need anything. I don't need your bells and whistles. Just tell me the dew so, point. What I thought is like, why couldn't they just put whatever they had and then update it when they have something for it later? And then, you know, the consumer, the uh, the user experience is seamless to like, you know, if I use my iPhone and then I switch to iPad or whatever, it's the same experience. I don't get it. And then... I don't know. This is Steve Jobs. He was a perfectionist, and you well, know, that's, that's probably where some of the, the brilliance lies. But at some point, somebody's got to just tell him to stop. Yeah, just and they, stop. Have, they have no plans to update because you know what they're focusing on in 2023? A car, right? Or Apple something? VR. Oh, they're, great. Yeah, we all want that. <laughs> they're going all in on the Apple VR. And it's uh, those, those, go- those dumb goggles that idiots buy, and it's like $3,000. I think that's the big thing they're going to be showing, like in September or whatever. Whenever they have their, uh, I mean, big... that better be mind blowing. If there, I haven't been too <laughs> impressed with the VR stuff, because to me it kind of gives me a headache, and it's just, yeah, you know, it's not perfected yet. But if Apple has a way to really immerse me in a world that I never want to come out of, then I'm all for it. <laughs> I don't. I, yeah. I do. I want to be immersed in a world. I don't know. Do I? I don't know. 
I don't think, and most of the people you see, they always show them, they look stupid. They're batting in the air, running into walls, <laughs> yeah, know, breaking right? their necks, you know, like, come on. Fall downstairs or something, injure myself. All I want is a damn VR. calculator on my iPad. I don't need a VR goggle. Come on, Tim Apple. Marconi, I saw that someone won the record Powerball. It was $2 billion. Yeah. And this guy, he, he just now came forward just recently. And, mm. I, you know, but what, what the hell should you do if you're unlucky enough to win the lottery? Because I kind of feel like it's a curse. You know, you have all this money. If you look, yeah, if you look at all the, uh, the lottery winners, uh, a ridiculously large percentage of them end up murdered or they, do? they end up, yeah, or they end up bankrupt mm. or they end up addicted to drugs. Murdered. People who win the lottery, yeah, because they're family members or, you <gasps> know, if you, if it really brings out the worst in people, if you, I think it's a curse to win the lottery. Well, billions but if you of do money, yeah. like I would give, you know, I would just go ahead and give a million to every one in my family, at least my immediate family. I think. You know, it's not going to be enough. It's not going to be enough because people are going to be like, I, I know that you gave me a million dollars, but I had this other thing come up and you have the <laughs> money. And if you don't give it to me, you're stingy. So it's, it's dangerous. I really think it is. You're but, right. Uh, somebody, yeah, people are just, it brings out the worst in people. But if I was thinking of this, like, and yeah. I don't want to interrupt you because you've got a thing to get to, but I was thinking about if you could have about $10 million, I think that would be enough because you could, not only is that like, yeah, you, it's more than enough. Think of over like 20 years. So 20 That's years, fine. $10 That's million dollars over 20 yeah. years is about $500,000 a year, right? That's a very comfortable salary. Way more than that. I think it's almost double that. But yeah. Um, divide, okay, divide 10 million by uh, 20. Is that right? Well, yeah. you could, I mean, so if you had $10 million, yeah. you could probably get six. Six percent interest, yeah. So I don't right, know, so interest, you're thousand? right. So that's a different story. Six hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you're probably you're probably talking like a lot of interest there, and then uh, you know you can invest some of that and make more money. So, but you have money to work with to build more money if you want to. And what I would do is just keep doing, you know, I'd keep doing mood killers, and I wouldn't have to rely on it for a source of income or anything. And All you need is just a small loan of $10 million. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I'm yeah, sure this, there's a couple investors that would be interested, don't you? I mean, come on. I, I think so. There's got to be somebody out there. <laughs> but, yeah, so, somebody just won that uh, $2 billion Powerball recently. They just came forward. Mm. Uh, up next, how about a tease? I'll tell you what to do if you win the lotto. <laughs> Is that is that for real? You're gonna t tell us yeah. what you now. Oh, if you are gonna tell us what to do, does that mean you already yeah. know and you're like sitting on some money we don't know about? You'll never know. <laughs> so is this a tease to like list continue listening and perhaps the payoff will be <laughs> worth our while? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, you know. I, there are pitfalls to avoid. And I think everybody likes to daydream. What well, would I do if I win the lottery? People are murdered. I didn't know that lottery winners yeah. gotten, have gotten murdered. That's insane. Oh, yeah. By oh, yeah. But by specifically by family members though. 
It's yeah, it's by people who know they have all that money. Yeah, it's it's it, 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 when you win the lotto, you like you have a target on your back, and it brings out the worst in everybody around you. But wow, I'll I'll, I'll kind of help you out. I'll tell you what. To Eddie do. will reveal how to avoid murder coming up. So we were talking about this guy who just won two billion dollars recently in the Powerball, and he just came forward like last week or something, and he's claiming his prize. And you know, I think that winning the lottery is a curse because I was telling you, Marconi, you, I guess you'd never heard this before, but it's a phenomenon with these lottery winners. They all end up bankrupt. They end up addicted to drugs. They end up losing everything. Family members want to murder them and they get murdered. A lot of these lottery winners. So say you win the lottery, Marconi, what should you do? What would be the very first thing you do? Cause I'll well, tell I, you, I'll give you the right answer. What to do. I would you probably, you know, I would buy some kind of real estate, eh, maybe a couple no. of diff different places, <laughs> and I would uh, disappear from you know regular view. Oh, I, I would hopefully now you're onto something. I would hopefully I would live somewhere where I wouldn't have to reveal that I won the lottery, so I could keep that private, which is uh, key right. in a lot of these situations. You don't have a choice. I mean, you, you live in a state that uh, demands that you come forth and be publicly known, and you don't have a choice, but you know, uh, winning the lottery. Okay. It's a, it's a gamble on all accounts really. So, yeah. So you're saying d disappear would be the number one thing. Well, <laughs> the very first thing you do if you win the lottery yeah. is absolutely nothing. Do <laughs> nothing. Right. Do nothing. Right. Don't declare yourself the winner before you even declare yourself the winner. Get a lawyer. Hire an attorney. Right. Hire an attorney and not just any attorney. What you want to do is go to a big national firm. And don't let them pawn you off on a junior partner or associate. They might try, but insist that you uh, be led by a partner who's been with the firm for a while. And I do want not Howard Hamlin. That's right. And do not use a local attorney because this local attorney is going to know someone that you know. And then before you know it, mm. everybody's going to know that you're a lottery winner. Wow. So first thing you do, get an attorney. Uh, next thing, we've all heard this before. You take the lump sum. Take right. the lump sum. Don't don't ever do the payout. You could drop dead, and, the, yeah. and that's the way they they plan. Is like, well, they're gonna drop dead. We'll never have right. to pay this all out. You know. Yes. 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 And the lump sum is always better to take, even though you're gonna get hit with a lot of taxes. Pretty much fifty percent of that jackpot is gone right out the window. Oh yeah, two billion. I don't know if I can live off of, of a billion. <laughs> I might yeah, the have guy to, to get a job. <laughs> Right. The guy that won that $2 billion, he's getting $997 million. Not enough money there. But yeah. uh, and then the, the third thing that you want to do is you have to commit to never giving cash to anyone, period. Don't buy anybody houses. Don't buy anybody cars. What you do is you tell your attorney that you want to provide for your family, but uh, what you're going to do is set up a series of trusts for them that will total about 20% of your tax winnings. And it all goes through the lawyer. You're, you're never through you. You're never giving money to anybody. It all goes through your lawyer. That's what you do. Right. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I would, I would do that for sure. Like if I was going to give my mom, like pay off my mom's house, I would do, not do it through myself. I would hand over the cash or Venmo. I mean, <laughs> just like, yeah. I mean, much? I think, I think the, the point is like, you don't, you don't want to pay off your mom's house. What you do is you just set up a, 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 a trust fund yeah. and then they use that money how they want to like, cause you're kind of like, I don't know when you, uh, factor in things like I bought your house or you, you pay for the house, but it's not enough. 
You know, you have to give them some control of their money. Like, here's your money. That's yours. You got it. And I, that's right. It. You know, right. Don't and you do, do what you want with it. Say, here's here's a lump sum. You're my mom. You uh, right. you decided to give me birth. And uh, right. I, I, I want to uh, honor you by giving you a life that you don't have to worry about money ever again. Yeah, and I would only do that with really trusted people, too. Yeah. But at, the, at the same time, I don't know if I would really even want to tell a single soul if I won the lottery, if I ever did. Like, I don't... I mean, would you tell me? Much, I don't think so. Really? If I ever won the lottery, I wouldn't tell... But you, you probably son know of a bitch. I would tell I, you. you. Know, I, I you, would suddenly have a, a giant house somewhere. <laughs> and, uh, you'd, like, you'd, you'd be not... Uh, you'd suddenly, like, not be available <laughs> to uh, do mood killers a couple of... You'd like, I, I can only work on Fridays. Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, I tell you, then then you might accidentally tell somebody else. Not I wouldn't. Think, uh, how like, dare you? You could tell know? me you murdered somebody. I would never tell. By the way, he hasn't <laughs> okay. murdered anyone. But how do you know? Because I would never tell. He would never tell. Well, if you promised to never tell, I guess I would tell you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>